welcome to the Sports Carnage Podcast, presented by Detroit Sports Nation, featuring Paul Roshan, A.J. Riley, Ryan Griffin, and Matthew Bassett, bringing you the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. What up, webheads? Along with Paul Roshan and Ryan Griffin, I'm Matt Bassin. Welcome to Sports Carnage. It is March. The madness is quickly coming upon us. And I think there's no better time than to let Paul Roshan brag about his Michigan Wolverines who are running away with the Big Ten, even though they did come off a loss to Illinois. But no perfect, no better perfect time for a loss than right now when it doesn't matter. They're still going to win the Big Ten, go right into the Big Ten tournament, probably steamroll through that. And, you know, from my lips to uh, to Paul's ears here, maybe roll all their way to a national championship because they are the best the Big Ten has to offer this year by far as Ryan and I watch our Spartans dwindle and dwindle and dwindle some more. So, Paul, your Wolverines are looking pretty damn good on a basketball court. And uh, is, is Michigan becoming more and more a basketball school and less and less a football school thanks to Jawan Howard? <laughs> so I appreciate... I really do appreciate the gentle way you you said we had a letdown because we really didn't show up to play Tuesday against Illinois like at all like we just we completely checked no, it was out bad flat footed it's gonna happen it was a poor poor effort poor execution poor everything it's I mean you're not gonna play a perfect season unless you play in the West Coast Conference so it is it's just not likely and I'm fine with it like we talked about it before it's a good time to have your letdown are you fine with the, with the effort part though like that's the one part I guess I'd have an issue with like I understand bad shooting night shit just doesn't go your way but so the out rebounding that vacuum, badly is like that's just effort so in a vacuum it's disgusting it's like wow you represented your school and yourself and that's the effort you went and put out on that floor like in a vacuum it's if this happened on a football field, I would crucify them. But individually, we know that in football, the games each game is worth a lot more. And that's what we talked about, right? Is this game's not played in a vacuum. Obviously, Michigan and Illinois, too. Illinois played four games in eight days. Michigan has pounded in a ton of games, including makeup games they're fitting in here, which Illinois, of course, was. Michigan State is. Um, a ton of games in a short amount of time. And... You get shortly before tip-off, Iodesumo's not playing, and this game doesn't mean anything for Michigan. Like, yeah, it's cool how they've been playing, but it doesn't affect their seed. It doesn't affect them winning the conference. It doesn't affect anything to them. Nothing. So, you're kind of tired. You got Illinois, and I don't want to slight Illinois. They're a very, very, very good team, but... You saw the way they played that game. It meant so much more to them. So much. And that's fine. You, they, they got, we got everything we deserved Tuesday night. But in the grand scheme of things, does it really hurt us? And it's kind of a good thing that clearly we didn't put the effort out there and we got our ass kicked for it. Because if we had pulled that same stunt against Nebraska, we'd probably find a way to win the game, right? even though we didn't try that hard because we're just that much better than them. But you did it against a really, really good team, and they just took you to pound town on your home court, and that sticks with you. And now it's a teaching moment, and now we haven't lost in forever, dude. And we had a huge layoff, and then we came back, and we're still pounding everybody. You went and beat Iowa by 22 points. So you just – you get this aura 
of invincibility. And now that's been stripped away. Now you have seen up close, like, if we don't bring it every night, especially now that it's crunch time and it's March, you're going to get ran off the court. You're not even going to have a chance to win the game. And this is the best time to take that. It, it doesn't change your season trajectory or any of your accolades. It doesn't change anything for you. But it's a good teaching moment. It's a good reality check of, hey, we can't just run through everybody no matter how we show up to play. We've lost that air of invincibility, and you learn that you have to go and work for it every single night, especially now that the calendar's turned to March. We went, we got out rebounded one time this whole season before Tuesday night. We got doubled up in boards, basically. I mean, they were, it was like 35 to like 16 boards at one point. Like just a, and that tells you everything you you want to know about the effort and, and lazy fouls and some questionable calls. I mean, Juwan was pissed with the officiating all night, but I'm mad every time I watch a basketball game with the officiating. So it's it's broken record when it comes to that. And, and yeah, Hunter had to sit a bit, but there's no excuse to get out-efforted like that. Second chance points, I seen at one point it was like 25 to 4. And that's that's our thing. Like, we crash the offensive boards. We get putbacks. Like, to, to have second chance points like that, it's just a poor effort. But it's not something that we need to sit here and dwell on because I don't know anybody, yeah, and I'm sure they Howard exist. Will be that for us. Oh, he will. Oh, him and the team will for sure. But I don't know anybody. I'm sure, I'm sure there are people that exist, but I don't know anybody that think that that game is indicative of of what you would expect from this team going forward. No. I mean, it was their second. It, it, oh, it, Illinois fans. It, it, Illinois fan, fans, maybe. Illinois fans were talking shit for like two weeks dude, before it's so, that game. Now, I, there is, it, it is, it's something that nobody talks about except Illinois fans, but Illinois does not like Michigan, like at all. And it's been at least since the 80s. Like, Illinois does not like Michigan. And when it comes to basketball, we don't like them. Like, I, I there's not, Illinois is my second least favorite Big Ten school when it comes to the sport of basketball. Like Obviously, Ohio State, like, I wish them just death and everything. But, like, my number two team that I just want to pummel is Illinois. Like, they're just god dang so annoying games. I think an Illinois like, fan runs ESPN site because I'm looking at the Big Ten standings, and clearly Illinois is behind Michigan. But it shows them as having the same number, like, games back. Like, there's there's a dash next to Illinois. Even though Illinois is so, four, in, in their defense, so so the way it works, they just they take it, it's just wins and losses, and then for every win you have plus is half a game, for every loss you have minus is half a game, and it just calcs like that, like that's all. There's no rhyme or because they assume okay, but they so it assumes four, they that four you're going to finish more than you in the Big Ten, and they're two and two in those four more games. Not good for them. No, but that's what I'm saying. So how are they not? games back of Michigan in this because technically the way games back is calculated. So Michigan has what two more conference wins than them? No, two less. No, two less. Sorry. That's what I meant. I meant two less conference wins than them, but two Illinois only has four conference losses. Yeah. They're 15 and four in the big. I thought thought they had five or six. Um, So that's it. So, so technically, technically by the way, games back is they're even technically. But Michigan has games in hand. By by that calc- like by the way that would work, they'd be Michigan would have games in hand as long as Michigan wins one of those games, they win it. It it is set up for everyone playing the same amount of conference games. It is not set up for this weird season. Not that it 
will matter in the end. I, Michigan's magic number is one. Beat Michigan State one time, you win the conference. Or if Illinois loses, you win the conference. And we've talked about this quite a bit. I, I You guys do more than I do, I think. I don't care about the regular season conference title. Like, we're going to hang a banner for it. But to me, it, it doesn't matter. If you don't win the Big Ten tourney and you flame out in the second round of the con, or the national title tourney, like... What does it matter that you got a regular season banner? Like, it doesn't mean anything. Is I don't care. Like, rip it up. Throw it in the trash. Burn it. What matters now is go win the Big Ten tourney. Actually win the conference for real when it's elimination games and everyone's playing from an even, even position. And then go out and make a Final Four run. That's what matters to me. That's how that's how I judge the season. But that's what success to me. Um the regular season conference, I, I I don't care. I mean, Illinois could have that if it made them happy. They're not getting it, so they're just going to be miserable and bitching until we see them hopefully in the final. But it, it is what it is. I, I want to turn – everyone on this podcast, at least, agrees Michigan is a very good team, and they have high expectations. I want to talk about Michigan State a little bit. And I'll let you guys talk about Michigan State. It's been – Rough. Oh, it's been a rough season, but it's not over. It's not over. It's no, it's not over. We played ourselves into hope of making the NCAA tournament. Were you picked to win the Big Ten, or was Iowa picked to win the Big Ten? Uh, it was Illinois. Either Illinois or Iowa. Yeah, it wasn't us. Because we didn't know we were what we were going to have. You know, obviously losing Cassius Winston, you know, and and Xavier Tillman. I mean, but more so Cash, just because, you know. College basketball in general, but Michigan State, you know, when we have a great point guard, we usually have a pretty damn good squad. Uh, and by losing, you know, one of our best point guards we've ever had, we didn't know what we were going to have next. You know, there was hope that Rocket Watts would take it over. Clearly, Rocket does not want to play point guard, would much prefer playing shooting guard. So now we ain't have a point guard. And, you know, you're throwing in Tiny Tim there and hoping he can do something, and he just can't. Foster lawyers no, terrible. No, not anymore. <laughs> Thank God. So Michigan State – Shut down. So not – no, it's not quite as bad as I thought. Michigan State was picked to finish fourth um, in the conference. Yeah, we ranked like 10th, uh, I think. It was, Iowa was ahead of us. Illinois uh, was Illinois ahead of us, us. And I think uh, – Illinois, Iowa, maybe, maybe Wisconsin. Wisconsin yeah. And then Michigan State. What what is What is of note to me is the chasm – between four and five, the drop-off between Michigan State and then Rutgers preseason poll, huge, like massive. Um, the top three teams all got first-place votes. And uh, Illinois, Iowa, Iowa, Wisconsin were like neck and neck. A little bit of separation from you guys, and then Illinois had a little bit of separation at the top. Um, and then just like chasm, dropping down to five and below where everyone's kind of huddled up. So first place votes for the conference or for like number one conference conference in yes, ranking. Conference. Okay. No, I'm, doing, I'm looking at, I'm those? looking at the, the media poll that they gotcha. do that before the season, um, which obviously we're all familiar with big 10 media polls. Um, so you, you were picked to finish fourth, which in a clear cut, like upper echelon of the conference going to have the, did you say echelon? Buy. <laughs> the, the Eckler of the conference. We're top four Austin Eckler team. I love when you make up your own words. <laughs> Sorry. Said the most I, random words, too, that you've heard for ever? Like in 25 years said, right? That's funny. And don't tell me there are people that pronounce echelon echelon. I don't want to hear it because that's not true. <laughs> 
I, I don't know. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> it's like he's never heard the word. He's just seen it written down. It's like, why is there a C in it if it's echelon? <laughs> anyway, yes. To, to make a long story short, we have disappointed <laughs> tremendously this year. It has not been a good year for Tom Izzo. It has not been a good year for the Spartans. Uh, and... You know, and, and it was crazy. You know, we all we all thought there was a chance it was going to be a great year because we came out and beat Duke early in the year. Well, lo and behold, Duke's had a miserable year as well. As long with, with Kentucky, who's been pretty damn terrible as well. <coughs> There's been some uh, Duke, recent blue bloods that have been disappointing this year. But, you know, we're focused on our Spartans, and we've played ourselves into a hope of making the tournament. And we still have some work to do. Uh, if we can win one of these two games against Michigan, and that's a big if, that would be a huge boost because you look at who else. We've gotten a win against Ohio State. We've gotten a win against Illinois. Uh, did we get a win against Iowa? can't remember. No. No, not Iowa? Smacked us okay. twice. So, you know, but you beat, you know, if you can beat three of the top four teams in the Big Ten, you know, add that to your resume, the number of quad one wins that Michigan State has. Still need some work to do in the Big Ten tournament. Can't lose that first game. You know, all these things give us that hope. I don't know what we're going to do with that hope. Probably going to be in the first four. And then you sit there and you look at teams like that Syracuse squad that played in the first four as an 11 seed and made it all the way to the final four. Give us a chance to get hot. So, shit happens. And maybe the Spartans can pull off some miracle like that. But first things first, got to make the dance. And there's a few games left. You got to, you know, they're tough games. Two against Michigan. Best team in the Big Ten. Bar none this year. Uh we were talking before the cast. We've talked in the pot on the chat plenty of times. We are all hoping that Michigan rests their starters in that second game in East Lansing, make our lives a little bit easier because just straight up in a matchup this year, Michigan playing their best Spartans playing their best. Not really much of a matchup this year. Michigan's going to handle us. I think. So, I mean, but bubble watch has been sort of exciting. The bubble watch, well, it's been exciting lately. So what? it's frustrating because it's like every time they're put in a spot where it's like, all right, you have a path, do this thing, and you're going to be good. Like, you can get your way back into the NCAA tournament, and then you blow it. Like, Maryland was a huge opportunity, and you kind of did what Michigan did on Tuesday. I mean, you just got punked. And it's not like Maryland is some amazing team. Are they a tournament team? Yes. But are they a team that you should get just obliterated by with your tournament on life support? No. And it's it's that's such a disappointing performance. And then you turn around and you scrape by a slugfest against Indiana. And we're still in the same... You're just on the teeter-totter well, hang on. of in and out. It was a different kind of punking, though. Ours wasn't getting punk because of effort. We couldn't shoot for shit. In that no, Maryland game. No. The effort was there. We just couldn't shoot worth a damn. You shoot 20, 28% from three, 33% from the field. That's just awful. You know, we out-rebounded them. You know, we were stuck with them when it came to assists. You know, we were playing hard. We just couldn't score for shit. And then it was uh, a little bit close, um, you know, as you kind of get into the end. And then it really got away from us. But it was like an eight or point, eight point or six point game or something like that. Um, it was maybe six, five minutes left. Yeah, I mean, a bad, bad we're night like, for oh, our shit, two like best. We're coming, we're coming back, and then nope. Yeah, I mean, a bad night. Our two best players, Aaron Henry, Josh Langford, 
miserable nights. You know, a combined seven for 29. That's miserable. That's just god-awful shooting. Uh, it's a really bad night for both of them to suck. Rocket Watts, not much better, two for seven. You know, so you got, you know, three of your top, you know, four players not doing a damn thing for you. And then, you know, I don't know what else you're going to get. Joel Hauser, big disappointment this year. I, I, you know, I was, I was really hopeful for him as a transfer that he was going to be one of our three best players this year. And that's saying Listen, a lot. He was he really just... good on Tuesday. Against Indiana? No, he wasn't. He got smacked up on defense all the time. Are he you... just kept scoring on him. No, down the stretch in the second half, he was phenomenal. Nah, he that is so disrespectful. Except catch and shoot. That is so disrespectful. He went two for six. I would not call that phenomenal. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking and, both And ends. got eight both up ends. on defense. Yeah, not in the second <laughs> half. Not in the second half. Oh, because they didn't score 15 straight on him in the second half. They played better. No, we, we've got to find. He, he showed up when he needed to. But more efficient as a basketball uh, he, team because Langford not. is the guy that's got to hit his shots because that's what he's there for. And if if he's not, he he's one of the few few guys on on that squad that you can rely on to hit jumpers. You have to. You don't have a lineup of shooters. You just no offense. You don't have a lineup of a lot of things, but you really don't have a lineup of shooters. No. And Langford's the guy that's been there for. 15 years. He's just a seasoned grizzled vet. He I'm looks sure he as played with old Kelser as and Magic in 79. Looks as old as Don He's does. He's still younger than Hunter Dickinson, which is crazy. <laughs> that's that's true. That might be true. Is that true? I I don't know no. if I don't even know if you're joking cuz Hunter's <laughs> Hunter is a very old freshman. Um Hunter's what 20? Hunter's 20, isn't he? Yeah. He's old yeah, man. Yeah, 20. But he 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 at least looks 20ish. The Langford looks like he's 70, but he he's so hot and cold, and he is not. I, I've been a huge Langford supporter. You guys know I've always liked his game, but he is since since all the injuries, he has not returned to what you thought he would be. He just no. You he, got mad at us at the beginning of the season for saying that. I I did. I was well. It was you were over the top and just like no, like this guy's we were junk. Not. We can't bad. even rely on him. He's not even a starter, basically. And he's he's arguably Nobody said he wasn't. So you knew he was a starter. He's arguably your best player. No, we just no, just know for better. for what for what we need from him. He brings the you know he's one of our best defensive players, and he was one of our best shooters. Well, the shooting can still be there. But with all the injuries he's had, the explosiveness is not going to be there. And you need that defensively as well for the sliding and the quickness. And so we weren't sure what we were going to get from him because he, man, hasn't lasted a full season since his, like, sophomore year. He's, he's played in the games, though. I mean, it probably helped that we got a couple off, but he's played yeah. in the games. So good for him. So right now, you're kind of all over the place depending on where you look from. Well, it's not all over the place. You're one of two things. You're last four in, or you're in that first four out, maybe even next four out. But you're really last four and first four out pretty much across the board right now. You have two games coming up against Michigan. Probably, unfortunately for you guys, depending on what Michigan decides to do after they clinch. Um, I have a suspicion that, to my dismay, we will continue to play as if we didn't clinch and that we actually Well, that's cuz you guys will have lost the first game and then you'll want to prove something <laughs> in the second game. Oh, well then well then if we have lost the first game then we haven't clinched. I guess unless Ohio State wins against Illinois in between the games. But um 
Yeah, I, I think we will probably play everybody both games. Um, I really would like to see some guys get some rest. At least they'll have some time off between the Big Ten tourney. They'll have a double bye. Um, so they'll be able to have a little lighter on practice, I would assume, during the week. A little more film, a little less phys- physical. But the odds are, I'm not saying it can happen, but the odds are you probably lose both against Michigan. Well, not if we get a uh, Kroger brand Dickinson, and his hair's not growing back. So his hair's fine. <laughs> it is not. Why are you so like? You think it's the worst fate in the world? Leave the man is. be. You're just and mad. You know, you know, you know what else did the basketball? That's... <laughs> <laughs> You're just mad because he's your doppelganger, except a lot better no, at I'm... basketball. He wishes he was better at basketball. Oh, I'd have shown up. Oh my goodness. He didn't yeah, even get to, to play. Be fair, he played like fair, he's just eight minutes the whole if game. If Ryan was seven foot one, he'd get the same chance as Hunter got. That that, that right. might be fair. That that could the be problem fair. Problem is Ryan's in that in that in between height where uh, they don't know you know if he's a point guard, is he a shooting guard? He's too short for a shooting guard. That's but, that's the he problem. Has the handles for a point guard, and so he's right there. And so no. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> I do not. Ryan has neither does, neither does Hunter. Ryan has the exact same athletic profile as Hunter, but at a foot shorter. Like his build and athleticism are like on par. Like I, I bet their verticals probably the same. <laughs> But and we're the and we're the same age. But Hunter is <laughs> a foot taller, and that's that's where it's like it's no dice for Ryan. I, you probably you know what I heard like the other day, and I don't know if it's true, but like if you were seven feet tall, you have a twenty percent chance of being in the NBA. <laughs> I, I mean, as long as you have some ability, so to that's got to be lacking context. That has to be lacking context. I know, context. but still, bro, like one in five like, is so so pretty good so odds. It's got to be lacking context. I It might be like... Well, the context are not there even, aren't that many no. seven-footers in the world, number one. Well, no, like even, <laughs> even if you took all the seven-footers in college basketball, which there are... A chunk of them, like it's not like there's no seven. Jesus Christ! I mean, producing that's true. Like may, three may, every maybe it year. was like maybe it was like professional basketball, but still, like God that's damn. that's what it probably <laughs> is of like all the professional basketball, or like and it was probably like that's still crazy. I mean, but yeah, if you're seven foot in and are not like if you can move, like if you can physically get up and down the court and you're seven foot tall, yeah, I mean, I you could go play basketball and I know, but one in five that's like a one in five chance you're gonna hit. The, the light coming on the way home from work. And now you just get that chance to get I mean, paid to play basketball. When you think back and like look at like the like like the George Mirasons of the NBA, these seven foot five, six, seven <laughs> monsters that are just not coordinated in any way, shape, or form, but ended up having Strong a career breath. for a while. Why? Because you can't teach height and you're asking get in and, the way. And imagine that so imagine that in the overseas leagues where right. their centers are six six. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's so – no, I I really – we do need some more context for this. But it's – I there – it might have been like no, – crazy. I wouldn't have been surprised either if it was like if you if you play in college and you're seven foot tall, you have a X amount of percent to play professional basketball. Well, no, if it, I mean, you, you probably got a 50% chance to play college. Like there is a dude – uh, that we went to high school with, he was a couple of grades. There's a hundred percent chance you were playing but, somewhere. It might be D three, <laughs> but he was he was six. So he was six ten, and in high school, like he started, he wasn't really that sweet though. Six ten or six nine, um, he could shoot a little bit, and obviously he could do the things that 
if you're six nine in high school, you can do. You can like rebound. But he didn't go play basketball anywhere. He went to Penn State, and he was at an open gym, and the coach saw him shooting around, and then he got a, he got to walk on to Penn State's basketball team. Yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. Like, sweet. if you are that tall, like you're, you're you need playing, that tall depth and for like, drills. Like, he played in the NCAA tournament one year, and he wasn't even that good in high school. He was just tall. That's crazy. You know what's crazy, too, is he's not even that tall. So, like, for context, Franz Wagner is over 6'9". Like, he's a, a shred over 6'9". He, he's our three. He played two at times. Like... Man, that just means you're shooting. He's huge. Suck. He's he's big for his position. Shut up! Are you kidding me? He's this guy. That's a lottery pick you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sorry. Get but the six fuck foot out nine, of You're here. not to be playing shooting guard. No, I I saw you say that too, he's and then smooth. I checked. In the first mock draft I checked, had Franz at like 23. And I was like, that's not the lottery. No, he's. It was just, it was just splitting hairs, but when you said it, I went and checked, and I was like, oh, I wonder where he's at. It's like no, I I I, I really I, I was like mm. I really think he'll be in the lottery. He's projecting the lottery in like a ton of mocks. I I don't know you. I assume you probably oh NBA like mocks you believe, but not whatever. NFL ones. I got you now. I'm not saying. <sighs> I think he's going to continue to be awesome. He's going to showcase in the tournament, and play really well, and yes, I think he'll get into the lottery. He's just got the skill that's, set. That's not what you told Don, and that's just like, and I just checked because I had looked at a mock, I think like the day before uh, the game, because that was the game, that was the the day after Iowa, and I was like, oh, I wonder, and nope, I was like, hmm, where's he at in this one? Nineteen, which is still not the lottery. It's a little closer though. Lottery's what? Fourteen but, goes to fourteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nineteen to the Warriors to play with this boy Jordan. Well, I guess they were never teammates. Where's his brother now? Anyway, where is Mo? Uh, Washington. Washington. He? He's starting now, I think, actually. I think, actually, he got elevated to the starting roster and they reeled off like five straight wins. Uh, pretty sure it's what t- their, their center got hurt. Um, I think he still is starting. I think he might have got hurt for a minute, too, though. Man, look at that. I mean, he's not, he's not doing anything special. He's not, like, been awesome or anything, but he's an NBA player. Not a difference maker, but an NBA player. His, no yeah, that, that's all cash yeah. needs to be for Ryan to win his bet. That's right. Franz Franz is better though. Franz is for sure better. Uh he's just got a lot more skill. Isn't much shorter. I mean, what's Mo six eleven? That's what it says on basketball reference. Is it? Um yeah. so I mean he's not even not even two inches shorter and a lot more skilled. Uh Mo plays like a big man. Franz Franz does not. Um so I, I think he has a, a really great future ahead of him as is michigan basketball but forget michigan michigan state oh the, this probably... one's in the lottery sorry <laughs> just going through them. this one he's at the the ass end of the lottery number 14 to memphis i seen him 13 in a mock um i i don't know i i thought i saw one where he was like number 10 like just barely squeaking in the top 10 but um oh, i don't God. i expect him near the end of the lottery like around 12 um, is where I expect him to go. Uh, if if I gave you a range, I'd say like ten to eighteen is where I think he's gonna go. So I, I call that a lottery player who technically could fall Speaking out. Speaking of, of overrated white but, guys, is Iggy Brzdeka still in the league? I can't yeah, believe I he went so. when he did. Let me see. Well, he never he got. I don't think he has had any run like in the league. Yeah, he's. Oh, fuck, maybe not. He's, it says he's played four games this year, so probably not. 
Unless he's just been on the bench every game and um, he's still collecting checks. Oh, he's still on the Knicks. He's yeah, he's on the Knicks. Things Brasdakis played in four games with uh, a little under two minutes per game. Yeah, it's not getting much run. No, he's he played nine games last oh year. God, he looks six miserable minutes miserable in this picture. Six minutes a game. <laughs> you see his ESPN <laughs> profile picture? God damn! Uh, no, I was looking at the basketball reference one. I'm assuming it's the same though. Jesus. He uh, this man's got more acne than facial hair, and he's got a big ass beard. He he was super sweet in college, <laughs> but he he needed more time. He was super not ready for the NBA, yeah, and that's <laughs> not. I mean, you want the list of Spartans I can give you for that same fucking example? <laughs> Jesus. So many, they were like, yeah, I'm ready. No, your Hold ass on. is not. The list of Spartans who had no business coming back that came back is longer than the list of ones that went early. No, it is no not. business going early. It There's one, is. Miles Bridges. That's it. What? Who else Who <laughs> else shouldn't here, have come dude. back but did Get come back? Get out of here, dude. Who? Well, he, he didn't need, I think it benefited him, but Gary Harris didn't need to come back. Cash and Tillman didn't move their NBA stock a, a bump in three years. They had the same NBA draft stock they, as sophomores yeah. as they did as super Tillman, seniors. Tillman could have. Could have. I mean, he's a play, play, playing no, good I now. Think, I think it, Tillman moved We talked up. about it then. If he had a if he had a better – he did move his up too. But if he had a better uh, three-point shot. If he worked on it in college and teams saw that he could have did that. Cash you is, can develop It didn't that matter when you. Cash left. So, Cash is – we knew what he was going to be. Great college point guard. That's, Don't so think he's going to get much run in the NBA. That's what I'm saying. So the the NBA yeah, draft up, NBA draft right. is way different than other sports. You don't leave college when your game is NBA ready. You leave college when you've maxed out your NBA draft potential. When there's not a lot to gain by coming back. That's when you leave college. I mean that, when Poole went, he was nowhere near ready for the NBA. But it was time for him to go. He was a first round pick. DJ Wilson, I think he went 17th overall. I, I think maybe it was in the twenties. I don't remember. I think it was seventeenth to Milwaukee. He wasn't NBA ready, but you're getting picked middle of the first round. Go get your money and continue to develop your game and get paid for it. The NBA is a lot different, and you got guys like look at Garza. Garza's probably not going to be a first round pick, and he is just he's probably going to be player of the year, and he's absolutely dominating. No, he's, college he's Frank Kaminsky like, but. He, he's not getting, he's not oh, building Kaminsky it up any lottery, higher. Did he end up being a lottery? Sweet. Oh, he was sweet. So. Frank, Frank the Tank was awesome. Should have, should have finished with a natty, but got screwed. Cause why wouldn't Duke get every break in the universe? But no. Yeah, pick nine. Nine. Okay. I, I, yeah. Go when you're gonna get picked early ish, or as early as you're gonna get picked. There's no reason to come back and stick around. You can always come back and get your degree if you really want to. If you have NBA hopes, leave when the NBA is ready for you, not when you're ready for the NBA. Basketball only, though. Football's completely, completely different. Um, the extra development time in football is crucial because if you don't make an early impact in the NFL, you're done. Like, you don't hit your first few years, you're out. You're just out of the league. Whereas the NBA, you got some time to develop your game. It's not as big of a deal. But no, that's. I was thinking about him the other day. That is someone that I don't think you're ever going to hear from again. I, I don't expect him to. What Brasdegas do much in the? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. He was fun while he was here, and it was cool. But he should have stayed at least another year. Um, and I don't know. Maybe he would have never been an NBA player. I don't know. But he certainly isn't developing, uh, with his minute a night. 
when he plays, which is not that often. We'll have to send him down to Westchester. I mean, really? I Well, I assume. I mean, if he's only played four games, I mean, are they keeping him up just to sit on the bench and not play? I don't I mean, I would Good. hope that I would hope he's getting some G League time or D League. Is it? It's just the G League now, right? Like the D League isn't a thing anymore. No, yeah. yeah. Gatorade came in as a sponsor, and the D became a G. Okay, all right. I'm just I'm <laughs> that's, li- that's literally so we it. Need to, we don't need the development. We need Gatorade. <laughs> we need Gatorade. Yeah, juice them up. And then you got. I mean, you got like. It's interesting too to follow this year, and. Uh, you know who's in the G League, which is crazy, is Jared Jack. No. Who? Who? Yeah, Wait, Jared Jack. He's like Georgia, a, he was in the NBA for like Tech? twelve years, probably. Georgia Tech point guard yeah. Jared Jack. Yep, and he played in the NBA forever, and he's in the played G in the League. national championship and lost to UConn. Jared Jack. Yep, he played in the NBA for it looks like 13, yeah. 14 years. He just doesn't want to stop. Now. He was in the G League playing. last year too. Tiny body and he big, ass head. big ass head. Loves the game, doesn't want to stop playing. It's interesting this year. You have a handful of high schoolers. In the G League. That's crazy. He'd prefer uh, to be in the G League than go play in, like, China or Europe. Because you know he could have got more money playing in one of their leagues. But he wants to live in the U.S. I don't – I I mean, I, it's not – I don't, so I don't have a problem listen, with that. I get it. I, I do find it funny. Like, every that, – that gets thrown out a lot. And it's – people never really stop and think about, like, what that actually means. Oh, what? Going like, to, like, live gotta, in, like, like freaking, like, Lithuania? Even even if it's a <laughs> even if it's a even if it's a nice European play, a nice hey, European I didn't say anything country. bad I mean, about Lithuania. Why are you bad mouthing Lithuania? Listen, that sounded that sounded like some shade. No, no, just, even if it's like even if it's well, like Italy it or something, England, it's like you're not playing you, in England. You gotta, got a team. you gotta leave. You gotta leave the U.S. Leave your family. Leave all your friends to go toil away for not that much money. I mean, you've you've already made more than you're ever gonna make over there. Like, I mean, how much do you love the game that you wanna? Leave everything here I mean, to go Jim, over there. That's Jimmer. <laughs> Jimmer for debt, well, putting he, up like seventy points a game in China. <laughs> well, it, it didn't. It didn't work here. Stefan uh, Harbour got himself making five hundred thousand yen a game. It it didn't work here. I don't even know how much money that is. I don't either. <laughs> you making up numbers right now? I I can't even fact check you because I don't, I don't, I don't know. know I don't know if that's a bizarre is. number or if that would make a lot of sense. Actually, I don't even know how many games they play. I'd guess like thirty in a season, but I don't well, know. Uh, oh, uh, ho ass Rashad Phillips. He made a lot of money overseas. Jimmer for right, I would like. He, okay, he signed a contract worth one point six million in September of this past year. That's pretty good, actually. What does that equal? It's in, not bad. But I want to know what it equals in yen. <laughs> oh my God! Make it stop. USDD yen. Probably five hundred million yen. Oh my God. Yen is Japanese, dumbass. No, is it? Yes. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, wait a second. Like I, I, I watch a ton of anime, and I'm like, I don't. That's not even Chinese money. Oh, sorry, yuan, not yen. I knew it was close. You what? Y U A N. So one yuan, yuan, is equal to fifteen cents. That's about like six and a half times. A little bit over six and a half. So like ten million yen, or yuan, yuan. I yuan. Do not ten million yuan hours. Oh, well, at least McConnell got the triple-double. 
I knew he wasn't going to get the quad, but at least he got his tenth steal. Nice. That's. I mean, that's, that's a that's a sweet triple double with steals, especially in today's league. Like that's sweet. Oh, that, that's so even he's more making confusing. Net, China nine, has two different ten, currencies. Ten million. Nine ten million and one yuan. And a half. Okay. So China. Well, they. That's un. That's un. They have yuan and renminbi. They have two different currencies. Uh, that's just. Confusing. Oh, we did. We didn't talk about Tiger Woods. We didn't even finish basketball. Well, we kind of talking did. about basketball. We're over here. We're, we're, talk, we're talking about yuans and. Hey, it's it was, listen. It was basketball listen, related. Foreign basketball legends. Michigan State basketball matters. Even this year. That's right. Now we're going to get in the tournament. Even this like year. Like I said, bubble watch is, admittedly, is kind of fun. Like, I'd, I'd rather be mad at a late season loss because it bumped us off the one seed line. But I I think the bubble's kind of fun. As long as we get in. Like, if we, if we don't get in, then it's no fun at all. But if we do end up getting in, I'd rather have the, the ride of the bubble team that becomes an 11 in a first four play in um, as opposed to kind of like being safely in as like an eight or a nine because that's boring. But if we don't get it, then I'd rather be the eight or the nine. Matt, I would like I to I don't talk... want to not make it, though. That would take so much steam out the, out the tournament for me. I would like to talk to a rational person real quick. And Ryan last night established himself as anything but. Oh, God. Michigan State probably, we're just going to go with the probably right now because we don't know what's going to happen. But I'm, we're going to, for the sake of this, we're going to say that Michigan State loses the next two games to Michigan. Because Michigan's... Well, we just we Mich- handled the team that beat you by 30. Mich- Michigan's probably a lot better than MSU this year. So we're just going to go ahead and say... Uh, they also had their best player when they played Michigan up. doesn't rest their players. And they beat Michigan State twice. Don't need to. Liver's so now... <laughs> Will you stop? <laughs> he does. Juwan had him out there oh, down 35. He's fine. He's like, hey. He is fine. He's fine. He's okay. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah, with, with that cortisone shot until that shit blows up like Isaiah Thomas. In he's he's going to take it easy in practice for the next couple weeks. It's going to be uh-huh. going to be fine. Well, we don't play in a couple weeks. So Michigan I just, State. I just, I just need bum-ass ankle leverage for two games. One game if it's if it's a real bum ankle. Uh, Michigan State loses twice to Michigan. So now they're entering the Big Ten tourney. And their tourney hopes are super on life support. They got to win two games. Like one game. One. one game is absolutely not getting them in. It's not. It absolutely is. It's not, it's not, it's not even going to be against a good enough team. But you're talking. So they were. Yeah, it will because Sissoko is going to step on Liver's ankle. They were out of the tourney. Before the Maryland game. Like, they're not, they weren't in as of the Maryland game. You lose to Maryland, beat Indiana, then lose to Michigan twice. Now you're one in three. After we beat Michigan? You get another win in a loss. So you're two and four down the stretch. You go from out of the tourney, and then you go two and four. Two wins against four losses when you are already out of the tournament. Well, hang on, wait, is wait, not hang on. getting we, we were, I'm, I'm we telling were, you, one gets we, us in. Just, just, just a fact check. At the time, Lunardi had us as first, as last four in before the Maryland game. Before the Maryland. Before game. the Maryland game. Okay, last four. After, in. The, after you the, might the Ohio as well, State win, you might as well have been fucking out. But I, that's fair. I, I'm glad you did that because I don't want to get yelled at later on when Don listens to the podcast and is like, I update this every day. Um. Sorry, you were last four in. Right. Going two and four from that precarious position, two and four, 
is not keeping you in. It's not. Yes, it is because the other teams it's suck too. And absolutely not. It, it does, it, it there, does there depend on who we're with. There are too many bubble teams. I, I, I have a question back for you. Does it matter? Does it matter how we lose? If we play Michigan real cl- close, both games, lose both games, but we lose them by four or five points with free throws at the end, kind of thing. Does that matter at all? And if, also, where we are in the Big Ten tournament before. It was, we are playing that very first round. Now, after those wins against, you know, uh, Illinois and Ohio State, we were no longer playing in that very first round. We got that very first bye, and we're now playing in the 8-9 game and had, you know, against Maryland at this time and going on to face Michigan. So you've taken away one of Michigan State's chances to win a game because they have played well enough to avoid having to play that first game. And now so your chances are even worse because if you have to win more than one, well, your one win faces you up against Michigan again in your next round. Good luck. So in a way, yes, that does hurt you. But it's not going to be taken into effect, especially when you count. So say you were in that the first four of the tournament. You had the opposite of the double buy. You had the double suck. You are playing who, Nebraska? Yeah. That's like a quad – Five, three games. <laughs> like I don't. It's not. They don't to the committee at this point. It like doesn't even count as a win. You know what I mean? Right. So in that, it's it's just it doesn't matter. So you go. I mean, so but say, we have more quad one wins than anyone on the bubble. It doesn't matter. If it, what do you mean it doesn't matter? I mean, you it just said matter. it's not going to be a quad one win, so it doesn't matter. But all the quad ones wins that we already have. Are more than any of our competition. They're, but they're, your body of work has you where you are. It's not necessarily your quad one wins. To try to elevate, to get into the tournament. Right now, you're not in the not in the tourney. Well, you are and you aren't. You're yeah, we on, are. Lunardi has you last four in. CBS has you first four out. And you're kind of all over the place. You're in real precarious position. Uh, CBS is trash. So after you no. lose, after you lose two to Michigan. You're not going to be in the tourney. You will, you will for sure not be on any of the tourney ballots. So then you're going to be playing the Big Ten tourney for your life, right? If you beat Maryland, that game. you beat Maryland, get pummeled by Michigan. If it's Michigan, and we don't even know where the bracket's going to end up right now, but as of right now, I think Matt did say Michigan would be the second game. You got three shots at Michigan. I know Michigan's really good, but you couldn't beat them one time in – your only win in that span was over Maryland, and you were already not in. Like it's not good enough. And in your what hurts you so much is so NET right, the net rankings. Right, dude. You're step mid seventies. You're you're in the seventies. Like that's we're, yeah, not, we're seventy one right now. That's not, and that's gonna go down. If you go one in three from here on out, that's going down, not up. So you're gonna be. Mid seventies at best in the NET. That's not a. T- so when they're looking, they're looking at all these teams, and they're like, "Where do they? Duke is fifty-seven. Duke, <coughs> and I don't expect Duke to get him, but Duke is fifty-seven. Kentucky is sixty-seven, right? Minnesota sixty-nine. Minnesota has a higher NET ranking than you. You want to talk about like all these bubble teams? Like you're in a rough spot, man. Memphis fifty-six. Not if we win one game. Indiana's 59th in NET. Like, that's so, 
it's not. And Indiana's not getting in over us did, unless they win fucking five say, games. I didn't say they were getting in over you, but I'm just saying. It's, so then what's it's the point right. of saying they're ahead of us in the net if we know they're not getting in over us? Because a team that isn't in the tournament has a much better position in the main metric that they are using to say this team over this team on the bubble. It's not like that's where when you go two and four down the stretch and you're in a crazy precarious position and they're like, okay, well, maybe the NET's got them as a clear cut top 50 team and we got to put them in. No, you're not even close. You're out of the tournament according to the NET. Like, independent of your... Right, but you also have to look at who we are being lumped in with right now. And we're being lumped in with teams like Seton Hall, teams like Drake, teams like Xavier, Boise State, Utah State. So, okay. There are other teams that are not in major conferences. Seton Hall, 52 in the net. Xavier, 53 in the net. Okay, but it's not just net. It's quad one wins. There's a lot more than just net involved. So, the quad system produces the net in a way, right? Like they kind of go hand in hand. It's a huge part of what makes the NET. It's hard to say, okay, well, they rank higher than us in the NET, but we have a lot more quad wins than them. Well, your quad one wins are propping up your NET. Does that make sense? Yeah. And you have, so, and the thing is too, so you're... Great. You have four, a whopping four quad one wins. Okay. Sounds great. Compared to, uh, where was I just looking at? Seton Hall only has three. But you've had way more opportunities than them. You have nine quad one losses. Well, yeah, we play in the toughest conference in the land. You do. You got to win two games. Two games and you're in. Two games in any fashion from here on out. And you're in the tournament. Right. But the problem if, is you're asking if, a if lot from a team game, who hasn't played well this year. And three of those four games that you're going to need two wins in are against Michigan. I, I don't, I'm not saying you're going to get in. I don't know if you're going to get in. I'm saying that one win is not going to be enough. I I think you're it, right. I think it also like if, depends if you on lose, what everyone else if, does if around you really, us. If you really play Michigan three times in the next week and a half and you lose all three of them and your one win is against Maryland. Say it's Maryland. Say you avenge your loss against Maryland. Do you think you're getting in? I think it depends yes. on how the games against Michigan go. If we got our ass handed to us all three games, no. But if we fight and scrap and we lose on free throws in the final minute, I think that matters. I think if Seton Hall doesn't do well, if Drake doesn't do well, if Xavier doesn't do well, if Duke doesn't do well as well, and it keeps us afloat, I think that matters. I think it's Drake, I think it's Drake. harder to blake to, to blanket statement. I don't like having only one win. I agree that we need more than one, but I, but the situation is it's going to be tough to get more than one when three of those games are going to be I against mean, Michigan. Drake Drake's another one. That's not like you look at forty one. There's there are thirty spots between you and Drake in the NET. There is no chance. It, now I I think Drake. That's because they get to win every game. I think Drake is closer <laughs> to safely in, but if if it came down to you and Drake, which I don't think it will, there's no chance you're getting in over them. Not with a 30 spot difference in NET. It's just not happening. Name brand or not, like it's not a, their main evaluation tool. They're 30 spots better than you. It's not happening. And again, my concern is that 
So I'm we're specifically theoretically you go one and three from here on out. You win one game of your next four. You get three losses and you beat Maryland, right? Or whoever it is. It doesn't it doesn't have to be Maryland, but you go one and three from here on out. You only get that one more win. You're dropping. Your NET is dropping. You're not improving it. It's getting worse. It's going in the opposite direction. I, I just I don't it's tough. It's so tough. You win two games and you're in. Just just put it to rest. Beat Michigan once. I mean, we win one and we're in. And if we win two, then we're you – know, it's better than winning one. And if we win three, that's better than winning two. Why, we win four. why are you so convinced that one win gets you in? Where does that come from? I'm curious. Because I think if you take a look at the number of quad one wins, they use like five or six different metrics to – base these teams off it's not just net they don't take the top 68 net teams and say well fuck you to everybody else that is correct and if you i mean and i do think having a brain name helps i think it helped syracuse the year that they got in and i think it can help different teams that that are on the bubble so maybe not drake because drake has like a they have a shitload of wins um i know they started off like 14 or 15 and 0 i don't know what they've done since then but, um, you know, they probably don't lose many games because they don't play anybody. But I think if you're looking at a, us against Xavier, us against um, at, uh, Georgia Tech maybe, although I think they just got a big Look, one too, I, I, us against Indiana, like us against some of these other teams, I do think when they take everything uh, into consideration, they're going to put us in. And I think, you know, I think they can even take in recency bias too. Where we had the two top five wins against teams so that might be a, might be a one and a two seed. When they're making this selection, recency bias is not going to help you. So look at look at the first four. How do you know? Right now. Look at the first. Well, it's, it's the, a selection committee. It's not a computer just picking names. I, I'm saying recency bias is going to hurt you because if you go one and three, that's your recent. You flamed out in the Big Ten. No, because a, a, a human isn't going to punish you for losses against Michigan. They're going to see your two top five wins. Your two top five wins three weeks before they made selections for Selection Sunday? Yes, because because it's better than anything else anybody anybody else does. Your two top five wins that you knocked out Illinois' best player playing dirty and then took on a shorthanded Ohio State team that was on a slump? Like, those wins are going to get knocked down. And when you're when you're going to so, – Not if the committee loves those teams and they're telling you that's a at, one and a two seed. Again, same conversation we just had with Drake. Two teams that are kind of on the outside looking in, fighting with you for that last spot right now. St. Louis and Boise State, 42 and 43 right after Drake. Again, they're going to be 30 spots better than you in the NET. And yes, right, I, and right now they're both first four out, and they're behind us in the, in the bubble – as of, as of right now, you your NET, if you only win one of the next four, is going to drop. St. Louis— and Okay, but there's more than the NET. Saint, there is, but St. Louis and Boise State, you talk about recency bias. St. Louis and Boise State are a lot more likely to rack up wins at the end of the season here. A lot more likely. They're not yeah, nobody, going to win. Nobody cares Just, that you beat fucking Toledo. The com- you don't. The committee does. They don't. No, they don't. We wouldn't be having this conversation if they didn't. Like, it wouldn't be a conversation. You'd be safely in the tournament right now. You could lose the rest of your games and you'd be in the tournament. But we all know that's not reality. If if the committee only cared about wins, then Boise State would be in easily. It's not that they only wins care they about like wins. It's that recency bias doesn't go in your favor when you just when you won one game And Boise's lost four. three games in a row. Right now. What happens when you lose three in a row? We're not going to. You don't know that. 
Well, if we lose three games in a row, what happens that means when we haven't you, what won happens a single you, game. What happens when you lose three or four in Boise State goes on a nice run? Then nobody cares what Boise State does. But because they're not, Boise State. They don't beat anybody. To you. No, to anybody. They don't have a they don't have a single rank it, win all year. If Boise State wins three of their next four, you lose three of your next four, and Boise State's sitting thirty five point thirty five spots ahead of you in NET, there's not a chance in the fucking universe that they're not getting in over you. It's not happening. Yes, there is. Matt, will you talk some sense into this? And maybe one? we can both get in. Maybe us and Boise can be best friends. Matt, will you talk some sense into him, please? I mean, you better pray to God that Duke doesn't win some games they shouldn't. Uh, well, I mean, it kind of helps us since we beat Duke, but it depends on how many games. You beat Duke a long time ago. Does the one win matter if it's Michigan? If we go one and three, lose our first Big Ten game, actually it's only be one and two at that point. So we go one and two. It would... We lose it would our be first much, Big Ten game, but we beat Michigan. It would be a, it would be a much. You'd have a much better shot at doing it with one win. If, I mean, if we beat Michigan, we might get in the last four buys instead of first four in. I mean, if you turn around, say you say you because then you're talking about your last five games, right? Well, with the Big Ten tournament, no. But your last, what, seven games, say, you got three top Say five Liver wins? sits out the first game and you scrape one by, then you get pummeled by 30 to Michigan and flame out the first game of the tournament. You're still not guaranteed in. Yes, we are. On what? Okay. The fact that you beat Michigan. What do you mean on what? We're not guaranteed in unless we run the Big Ten tournament and earn the buy. <laughs> and earn that automatic No, that's bid. not true. If you win two games, you're in, no matter what. It's not if guaranteed. you win two games, you're in. You never know. Some fuckery could happen. It's not going to happen to you. They want you in if if there is a real case. And look, it, I mean, we're talking about two wins, so one of those wins would be against Michigan. Like, there's no there's no way around it. You well, can't win two games. You, unless, unless you – well, no, you because could, the only you way might for Michigan not, to not win not the Big Ten is you would have to beat them twice. But you might not play – And then you wouldn't draw them. You might play two to. games without playing – you might not play Michigan the second game in the Big Ten tournament. No, if you get a fucking COVID scare? No, I'm saying it might not be Michigan. The bracket might shake out different. Michigan's going to be the 9-8. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like there's games left to be played. You might end up in a different part of the bracket. Like it's so we not got Illinois can, next can, round as opposed to Michigan? Can we advance if we only beat Michigan once? Can we bump up to – because right, I thought we were 9 right now. We might be Yeah, eight. I think we're 9 but right now. But can we jump up to 7 if we only win one? You can also fall. You could fall to ten. I mean, there's, there's, it's not locked in yet. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it really is kind of a nightmare scenario to be staring down your tournament life and have to play Michigan three times. I get him once. Maybe it's, only really bad teams lose three in a Don, row. Don's gonna hate this. Like, and three, and three in the same season. Don, well, you guys, I was gonna say you guys are, have lost the last game, so it'd be four in a row. Um, but Don, Don hates when I say this, but it really is difficult to beat the same team three times in the same season, especially. Yeah. And the other team would have to be super trash. And when you're when you're playing them, it, <laughs> to be in fair, a, we in beat a Wisconsin a half four times the year we won the Natty, and Wisconsin was a damn good team. In fact, that fourth time we beat them was in the Final Four. But you were the best team in college basketball. Yeah, it's still debatable, but I'll take the win. <laughs> still deb- Listen, just take it. Take the compliments where they come. 
Thank you, Kenyon uh, Martin, for breaking. Yeah, because we know he doesn't give him a lot. Matt, as of right now, if you if you had to say one way or another, do you think Michigan State gets in the tournament this year? As of right now, I'm gonna. I, I can't say yes. I can't. I can't see us if Michigan plays their full strength. I don't see us getting out of that spot where we're going to have to face Michigan three times if we win our first round in the Big Ten tournament. And I don't see us beating Michigan. If we don't beat them either the first two times, I don't see us beating them in the Big Ten tournament. And winning that turn, winning that tournament game is not a given either. No. No. It's not if it's like – I mean, just whooped our So ass. If, you, if you play Maryland, or who are you matched up against right now? I think it's Maryland in the 8-9 matchup. What do, what do you what are your odds to beat them? Are they better than 50%? No. They're not. And so you have to at least beat them to have a prayer to get in, right? So if you say you say you're 50-50 to beat them, which might be generous. I I don't I have not watched enough Maryland. No, we're playing Rutgers right now. Oh, they moved around? Yeah, Maryland 7. Rutgers is Yeah, we're solid. still 9. I mean again, so are you are you better than 50% to beat Rutgers? I don't think so. Yeah, trash is Rutgers. So say you're 50% to beat Rutgers. Didn't so let's Rutgers call it just even split. Nebraska 80. by like 20? It was a rough game. But they're clearly in the tournament. They could lose the rest of their games and they'll be in the tournament. They've they've done enough work this year. Um, I would rather play Rutgers than Maryland. But Agreed. I, I, would say that's, I would say it's a 50-50 game. That's just that game. Nah. So that's not – so it – you need to win more than that game to get in the tournament, but 50-50 to win that game. So you're you're less than a 50% chance to get into the NCAA tournament, really. Right, because I, we have I mean, to face I Michigan put, three uh, times sucks. if we, we get that win against I, Rutgers. I, I would put you – well, I, I shouldn't say less than a 50% chance to get in the tournament necessarily because you do have a chance against Michigan in each game that you play, technically. Even if it's small, you have a chance, whether it's 10 15%, whatever it is. And you got three cracks at it. I, I would say, I mean, if I was handicapping it, 35-40% Michigan State gets in the tournament. I mean, it's not like a long shot, but it's it's precarious, man. And it's, we all want Michigan State in the tournament. Like, get more Big Ten teams in the tournament. Get the state of Michigan running college basketball like they should. But it's – you guys have put yourself in a tough position, man. I mean, it's the loss to Maryland. It's, it all goes back yeah, to the yeah, loss to Yeah, we got them right where we want them. What do you – what do you think, Ryan? What are your odds to make the tournament? Oh, 70%. 70%. <laughs> I think it's we high. only need one. I think that's high, but 70% at least defensible. If you said like 90%, I would have been a little offended. But 70%, I mean, it's – I'm not going to yell at you. I don't agree. It's almost twice as much as I – All right, but so let's – look. Let's just say it's the best of our worlds right now. Michigan State does get in. Is there an expectation that they're going to do anything once they get in the dance? It's not like they've been playing great basketball. We don't have outside shooting. No. Whatsoever. There's no way the refs let us play our brand of defense. They never do. So we're going to be hitting up with fouls all day long, and we don't have the talent to make up for that. Well, you you hope to get – well, they won't, though. They won't match you up with another Big Ten team. So I, so the problem is 
you're not getting. I hope they don't match themselves against the Big Ten. No, you can't. You do way better out of conference than fucking. You you can't. All I, these teams we already lose to. You can't. I don't think. Right. No. Of like course not they in the can. first round. In the first round. I'm sure if they wanted to, they could do. So it, they so want. the thing is, well, no. So the thing is, you're gonna be, you're gonna be a low seed, obviously. You're not gonna get a favorable matchup seed wise, and. I believe the high-seeded conference teams, like, by rule, avoid conference teams before, like, I don't know, the Sweet 16 or something. I don't, there's so many rules in this tournament. It is not that important. I was just thinking, you said your brand of basketball, but if you got matched up with Maryland in the tournament for whatever reason, like, I mean, what are they going to do? Smack them. Call foul on both of you every time up and down the court. I mean, they can only call so many fouls. So they're going to kind of have la- to let you Last year, first round, ball. Minnesota versus Michigan State. Or not oh. last year, 2019. So, and yeah, I'm sure you, you can absolutely okay. play. All right, that's unfortunate. So, when you guys Wait. get matched up with No, we didn't, we didn't play Bradley in the Never first mind. round? No, they, sorry. They were <laughs> – I looked at it wrong. They are stacked or on top Bradford. of each other. But Minnesota played Louisville, and we played Bradley. My bad. Sorry. Looked at that wrong. Um, hang on, I'm trying to – because I know I've seen – I was going to say, because that game was close, and I was sweating. I was at work. Like, why I the fuck were we not winning by 18? Like, like a matchup between, like, two teams in the same conference. I know, obviously, later. I'm sure you have, and I'm sure, sure there's but... I'm sure there's some, like, one-eighths that have been, you know, SEC matches. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, later for sure. I'm trying to think if I've seen it. I swear I've seen it in the first round. I know they try to avoid it. Regardless, the problem is, uh, or not the problem. Well, I yeah, say, like but... like bowl games, you don't want to match up. <laughs> no, this is this is one of those things you talk about expectation and how expectation expectations change throughout the year. So, at this point in time, it will be very hard in, from your preseason expectations to consider this season a success. But at this point in time, knowing what we know and how the season's gone. Getting into the tournament is a win. Like, that's a success on its own. And then you're probably going to lose the first game because you're going to be matched up against a much better team and you haven't fared well doing that all season. So, no, there's no expectation at all on Michigan no, State. We could take out a six seed. Easy. I, I wouldn't. You. This is, again, no shade, but I would not use the term easy. With anything Michigan State basketball no. this year. There's at least anything. like two 11s that'd be six Anything. You got it. I, nothing. I wouldn't say easy if you played Nebraska. This is, nothing is easy for this team. No, it, is, it not. has not been. Easy, we just like Villanova covering. Easy. I mean, you literally <laughs> need Rocket, Josh, and Aaron to all be hot in the same game. All right, don't, don't say need with Rocket because... Pick, pick anyone else. Pick four. anyone else. Be be one of those 11s that beat the sixes like they do every goddamn year. Well, I don't think you're going to be an 11. Oh, no, that, that, that's what but, if that's what it would be. Last uh, no, four in, the, the play-in it's probably games. a play-in game with yeah. the 11s. That's the way that, you know, remember, they have that's, that. I, the that's true. That's true if you're the last four. I don't, I hate it. Did. It makes no sense. It makes no sense in the world. How are how are you? I mean, you, you want to see the teams based on like how, you know, the the last team that gets in isn't the sixty eighth best team in the country. 
But you got all these. They should be. They should be. Like what? No. But you, and you prop bump them up all the way to eleven. Well, it's 11. because it's not like well, they're a think about fourteen. It. Like, they're not going to be because these trash conferences. Yeah, you're, you're not well, you're not you going to be a thirteen team. through a sixteen. You know who gets those spots. But why? They're not. Those are not power five teams. That's because the way that you're, is. Because those sixteen through fourteen seeds, they go up against Michigan right, State. They're probably losing still. As bad as Michigan State is this year, for the most part, those teams are losing still I'm, to Michigan State. I'm surprised you don't advocate for that as being someone who, like, the, regardless of record, like, you want the top four teams in the CFP, right? Like, we know these teams that are at larges in these bigger conferences. Are so this is – so the Northern So Kentucky's here's the thing. The so here's the thing. And the, and the Alabama A&Ms. How many, how many bid stealers are there? And by bid stealers, I mean how many lower conference tourney winners are there that would not – that are not a top 64 team? Uh, probably twelve. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how many conferences get bids, but I, there's probably there might be like twelve. Yeah, right? I, I, like depending any given year, probably between like seven and twelve. Okay, so so say there's twelve. Twelve is high end. I think. I think twelve is really high. I do too. So if those twelve, but I'm using it just to illustrate. Like I'm being an abundance of caution. If you got twelve that are not in, that really shouldn't be in, right? So those would be your twelve worst seeds. That's your sixteenth, fifteenth, and fourteenth seeds. What about thirteen and twelve? Like there, if you are the last team in, you're you're right. That's where you are. You're just barely better than those twelve who shouldn't be in at all. And that's, okay, yeah. So 30, 32 teams get automatic entry. And obviously, some of those conferences are good right. anyway. Good enough to get in at large. So I, I think. And then there, and then there's 32 at large. No, but, but I, sometimes I think those, you know you, you get those shockers out of the Big 12 or SEC or whatever that win their conference tournament and they weren't going to be. And they in steal otherwise. an extra bid and then they have an at large one from the same conference, right. which really is worth. It. So like, if if a team other than Gonzaga won the West Coast Conference, someone just lost a bid. Like the bubble just got shorter. Someone got boned in the butt. Like that's just how it works. That's that's college basketball. But I, I no, don't. So, if you may, I think there's probably more than twelve bid stealers in. If thirty-two conferences get auto bids, like because we you can't even know name sixteen conferences. That's probably true. Yes. Well, it's a, it's but crazy because but there's that's, like, at, that's at least half of those auto bids are conferences you can't there's name. There's like three, and then you think of even the other ones you can name, or like a you know the WCC has. But so here's right? so here's the um, thing though, that uh, here, perfect example. So in 2019, St. Mary's upset Gonzaga to win the WCC tournament. St. Mary's and they both got in, was, and someone lost a. St. Mary's wasn't going to get in otherwise. Then they got in. Right. So that steals a bid from another deserving team in a big conference. Yeah. It should fluctuate. And that can happen. I think that probably usually doesn't happen so much in those littler conferences. Or in – so take like Oakland's conference. uh, The Horizon? The the Horizon League. Like you're getting one in – no, like Northern Kentucky, if they don't win, or I think Cleveland State might be the number one. Somebody, um, like if they're, if they don't win the conference tournament, like they're not getting in. They could have twenty five wins, but they're not. And, and that's the thing. So they're not stealing a bid. You know that whoever comes out of that conference tourney, period, 
is not right. really so, a top 64 team, so they're not taking anyone's extra bid. So I don't think putting one of these teams like a Michigan State or one of these last four at-large teams as an 11 is so crazy. I think it should be a, what, 12, I, I think it should 13, be 14, 13. 15, 6. There's five below them. So there's 20 teams if you do by each I, of them. I think, it, know, I think it should be at least 13. And the amount of 12-5 upsets you see – to me, led, lends credence to that. I, I I think eleven is just right. I think thirteen would be better, but it's not. Now that we're not, here it's not going to be thirteen. It, thirteen is never a, a power five school. Well, I'm saying it. I, I'm is saying it not, I'm ever, saying thirteen should be the eleven. Ever twelve. Oh, really? Twelve is the lowest you're going to see for a power five school. Is that like a rule, or is that just like you? Uh, I mean, it? I'm pretty sure it's a rule. I mean, I'm looking through all the golden brackets. I'm saying saying it shouldn't be. In 2018, the 13 seeds were Buffalo, UNC Greensboro, Marshall, and Charleston. I mean, I don't don't want to look through every bracket ever right now. You look at the last tournament, 2019, and the 13 seeds were St. Louis, Vermont, UC Irvine, and Northeastern. Like, you're not going to get a power five in the 13 seeds. And you're barely going to see them in the 12 seeds. They'll be there once in a while. Like, Oregon was a 12 seed in 2019. They stole a bid winning the Pac-12 Pac tournament. But yeah, so you're not going to see Michigan State or any power five school in a 13 through 16 seed. It's just not going to happen. Unless they change it the rules be. on us. And it barely happens it in 12s. It should to me. 11 is like really it. where it's at for the like for where you're going to see the lowest level power five schools. It is your fault, by the way, Michigan State, when I say this, the Syracuse made a goddamn final four is a fucking 10 seed that didn't belong in the tournament It is at our all. fault. They were an 11 seed. 10. They were a 10. <laughs> no, he's not. He, Ryan, he's not talking about the first four to final four. Oh, no, I'm not talking about the one that you lost to them. I'm talking about you losing a goddamn middle Tennessee and then Syracuse oh, got yeah. to beat them instead of getting their ass kicked by you guys. I don't Ridiculous. know. If, I don't know if they would have gotten our, their ass kicked by us. We have issues with their zone, clearly. Well, you also had <laughs> issues using. No, that Jaren team. Jackson man, Jr. that team won the Big Ten. Like they won the, uh, they won the conference tournament. They had five losses all year. They were hot as could be, and then they lost to Middle Tennessee State. No, that was that, the that year team before. had so many man. glaring issues, though. Right. Defensively, we couldn't we couldn't force turnovers to save our life, and we were so streaky when it came to outside shooting. Sometimes we were hot, a lot of the times we were cold. No, I I love that team. That team was so sweet. Obviously, not until I, I happened. I've, you know, I, look, but I've five, always liked five Denzel, losses all year. They're I never liked. They're going leader. into the tournament, man. It's sweet. And then we lost. Now, okay, <laughs> now I just don't get to watch. It will. It will be. It will be extremely sad if Michigan State is sitting home this year. Ryan, was that you or that Dylan that had Goran Sutan in their top ten Spartan list? Oh, that was that, that was Dylan. Dylan. That, was, that was definitely Dylan. <laughs> no, it, it would have been close for me. I love Goran. But come on, top ten. It's just your favorites. It's not. The <laughs> I know, best. but is it your favorites? Wasn't the year that Oregon made it as a 12 seed and stole a bid? Wasn't that the Michigan Louisville year? No, this is uh, no, no, no. This was 2019. 
This was Texas. This was the last Spartan Final Four. <laughs> Texas Tech Virginia Final. Because I felt like Oregon had a run as a 12 seed and then lost to Louisville that year. That was 20, 2013, right? I'm just I'm just gonna look up the 20. I'm looking it up right now. I got it right in front of me. Oh, all right. 2013. Because I. Because I'm trying to remember, did Kevin? When did Kevin Ware get hurt? Yeah, Oregon. But yeah, and yes, you are correct. Oregon was a 12 seed that year, but it wasn't because I don't think they stole a bid. They were shit. They were 26 and eight that year. And and just a 12 seed because the Pac-12 is garbage. I guess. I guess. <laughs> a 12 seed Ole Miss that year too. Well, yeah, you might you might be right about your theory, Matt. What's that? Is that uh, no Power Five team gets lower than a than a twelve yeah, seed? Yeah, they don't. No, I've he's, never because uh, because I can remember a bunch of Power Five twelves. I can't really remember a Power Five. No, no, you're, and you're not, not going. He's right for I, sure. I, there's never. I've never he's, heard. He's of one. right for sure. He's absolutely right. Like there's no there's no chance he's wrong. Thirteen through sixteen is saved for those <laughs> you know for the lower conference schools. It's it's not fair. No respect for the little guys. Not fair is us being a three seeded Duke, a two seed, and Louisville's one seed in 2013. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. You know what I thought about the other, uh, or it was today, actually. Like, the other loss that fucking hurts is losing to that terrible Yukon Shabazz team that ended up winning the title. I mean, you can't, you cannot that call is, them that terrible. Is, no, that's not a good team. You cannot not call them team. terrible when I they can. win the tournament. It sucked. That's not nope. allowed. You, Trash. You, you are. You are. 2011. Yep. I think we had a lead that game too. We fucking lost it. UConn won twice. No, that wasn't in a decade, right? That was not 2011. No, uh, eleven was eleven was Kemba. Yeah, eleven was Kemba. No, that was that had to be like 13, 14. It was fucking Kevin Ollie's first year, and he won a title as a coach. Probably 13. No, 13 was uh, Michigan-Louisville. I think you're right. I think it was 14. I thought 14 was Kentucky. No. Kentucky was the Anthony Davis year. No, nope, you're That's right. Yeah, it was 14. That's the only title they've won, isn't it? Yeah, it was 14. Right. We were the... Has Cal won a title at Kentucky outside of the we were Anthony a four Davis seed year? that year. No. I didn't think so. You kind of seven seed. Yeah, not a good team. No. <laughs> That's Villanova's fault. They lost to Connecticut first. <laughs> we we did the hard shit. We beat Virginia. It's Man. crazy how much hate in his heart Dylan has for Virginia. Or at least did. I think he walked it back. UConn, bro. Now. In the is it the Elite Eight? Yep, in the Elite Eight, we lost the fucking UConn. But they won it all, dude. God, no, I don't care. We lost by two, and they're not better than us. As the Adrian Payne on that team, ain't they Gary Harris? It was a solid ass team. Was that the year yeah, of the uh, the little girl that died? The little blonde girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was. That was probably another one of like Dylan's like we're destined to do shit now because this person died. Like same shit with Cash's brother. Man, the fucking Yukon. God damn it. 
<laughs> That's the one for you. I huh? love I loved UConn in '99 after we lost to Duke is, in the Final Four, fucking... and UConn beat Duke in the Natty. I was like, "Fuck yeah, UConn!" So my my <laughs> early, like obviously not national title loss. Like my the one loss that just kills me is from Kentucky in that stupid bum ass twin in that stupid bum ass shot that had, he had no <laughs> business Harrison no twins? business taking let alone it going in i mean man that that one that's like the one like earlier round loss that just stuck with me it's like god dang that was tough yep beat beat virginia and then fucking damn Let's say UConn, sixty to fifty-four. What an ugly ass game. That's a normal big game. What are you talking it's about? It's another one of our games where we we are not allowed to play our defense, and we get hit up with foul after I, foul after foul. Hold on, hold on. They only scored sixty points. I know. You played some defense. Some defense, not our defense. Sixty points is I, ten points too many. No, <laughs> I've never ever. No, well, see, no, like, I, I, don't, I don't even remember that that Butler game too well because I was God, at, I was at I a do. friend's house. Oh. Um, so we were just kind of like we were watching it, but we were mostly just like talking. Foul out Raymar Morgan is senior I saw season we lost last by year. two. Oh my man, Raymar, fucking bullshit. But like now, when I hear everyone talk about it, they're like, "That was fucking an awfully officiated game." It was so oh, bad. Well. It was. And so, I go like, back, they... and then we lose by two, and I'm like, "Oh, maybe I should be a little more mad." We should have won that game by 12. But they called us on foul <laughs> after foul in key moments to give Butler the ball back, to give Butler free throws. It was so bad. That's how I that's how I feel about the Michigan Villanova. And the, and then the and then the refs fucked up the national championship game with uh Duke who had this their center, this bearded Nazi-looking fucker who throws an elbow, has four fouls. Throws an elbow on the baseline right in front of the refs. And the ref is looking right at him. Doesn't call a damn thing. Should have fouled this guy out. Butler should have won that national championship after that. But didn't. That's fucking all of God dang Coach K's titles. The Wisconsin game was a travesty, dude. Oh, yeah, it was so bad. Our game, too. Again, Wisconsin. I mean, we had no shot against them anyway, but they still didn't help us any with the foul calls against us in that Wisconsin game. Wisconsin in the final against them got robbed so bad. Bad beyond Duke belief, shot, dude. And I'm not like... What they shoot? 21 more free throws against us or something? And then another, like, 15 or something against Wisconsin? Something stupid. They shot, like, 40 free throws more than us in Wisconsin in back-to-back games. I mean, it's... It's retarded. Like, it's just so dumb. Duke, Duke doubled up Wisconsin yeah. in free throws. Yeah. And the thing... Everyone looks at free throws. Like, it's not... The impact of the game, especially for defensively minded teams it's not just the fouls themselves it's how you have to play defense knowing that they're gonna call everything on you it completely changes the complexity of the game like it's it takes you out of the way you play basketball and it's just it's disgusting it's really god dang aggravating is no 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 sport can you just completely change a game the way you can basketball with officiating you know we talked so real quick to wrap this up so we hit on the lack of expectation for michigan state if if they do manage to get in the tournament which is i mean that's just where we're at it's not you're you're winning by getting in the tournament you're you're a successful 
finish to the season just by getting in. Not necessarily a successful season given the preseason expectations, but the way things went and as bad as it looked at times, if you get in at this point, it's a win. So cool. Take that. You can you can keep that streak going. I know Izzo's streak is pretty long. Michigan, on the other hand, just getting in, obviously not enough. Uh, you lose as a one seed to a 16, and it's a cat, cat, just a catastrophe of a season. doesn't matter what happens. Um, although maybe you could do like Virginia and follow it up by running the table the next tourney. But what are your expectations for Michigan? So Michigan's going to be a one seed. They could lose out, and they're going to be a one seed. So you say, well, one seed, I mean, you're favored to get to the final four, but that's different than expectation, right? What is your expectation for Michigan in the tourney? Say they're the third overall seed, which is probably where they'll end up. Wait, what? How are they going to have the third overall seed? Uh, Baylor might jump them after not losing. Yeah. Baylor lost to a worse loss than Michigan's lost to Illinois. Michigan has two losses, though. Mm. Doesn't Baylor only My have bad, one? Yeah. Michigan has Correct. Michigan has two losses. Plus, Baylor did come back and then beat in overtime number six. West, West Virginia, Virginia, barely. Um, I mean, it's not like well, Michigan doesn't have great wins. We pummeled Iowa. We beat, we beat Ohio State and Columbus. I mean, we got good wins, too. Probably beat Illinois, who will be a top-four team in the tourney. But, yeah, either way, I mean, you know, two-seed or three-seed overall, you're still a one-seed. I think you pencil them into the Elite Eight, at least. And then from there on, I mean, things kind of get – kind of whatever ha- can happen can happen. Would you call but it? If you're going to say like what, like kind of what the baseline is, you would think the baseline is at least the elite eight. Would you call it a failure then if they, they lost in the sweet 16? Yes. Yes. See, I sweet 16 is kind of my floor for any team usually. And I, I'm, I'm universal with this. Like it's not a, uh, the tournament's weird and it's random. Sometimes you get, a weird matchup. Sometimes you have an off night. Uh, you lose in the first two rounds to one seed. I mean, you're just throw the season. I, I got to plug in. I'll be back. Sorry. Throw the season in the trash. But you make it a sweet 16, and you lose a tough one against a. Well, so so here, so I mean, you're looking right now. Just just going off of numbers alone. So 13 through 16 are your four seeds. So Ryan, right now, like if you're looking at like the rankings, like the the potential four seeds. Are Kansas, Creighton, Texas, Oklahoma. Now Creighton might fall a little bit, and maybe Oklahoma State comes in and takes their part. But I was saying to Paul, you know, if if Paul if, if Michigan lost to Kansas in the Sweet 16, it's not really embarrassing. It's not a bad year. You know, you lost to a good, you know, a team that's pretty damn good, knows how to bring it in the tournament. But if they lose to Creighton as the four seed, that to me is worse. I'd, I'd say, yeah, Creighton's probably the worst loss. The team I think I wouldn't want to face there would be Oklahoma, though. And that's D- Dylan's. I, I'm not. I, I would rather see Oklahoma than Kansas, but Dylan is all on the Oklahoma train. Um, I'm not. I'm just not super impressed with any of those teams. But I think I think you would go Oklahoma, 
Kansas, Texas, and then Grant. Super impressed is one thing, but good enough to beat you on an off night is another thing entirely. I mean, I think that's any, I think any team that's ranked four, like if you're off, if you play like you played against Oakland or you play like you did against fucking Illinois, like I think any of them can beat you. I don't expect it to happen. But yeah, I I think I'd at least want to lose to Grayton. I'll be, I'll be pretty fucking sad if we lost to Grayton. Especially, oh man. I mean, I I have high high expectation, but my threshold for failure is not the same because of the nature of the tourney. If these were played in series, like your early rounds were best of threes and your later rounds were best of fives, and then your final was a best of seven, you'd have it'd be different. Your expectation, my expectations, or my threshold for failure, even. If we played Kansas in a best of five and we lost that, I'd be far more disappointed than if we just lost a one-off the way the tourney actually is. So it would be a lot different in that regard. Um, But, I mean, this is a, a title caliber team. Not even a final four caliber team. This is a team that's good enough to win it all. They'll have to go yeah, through, which is why, all, which is why I would think you would pencil them into the elite eight. And that's in that and really say like and say like this is like at least like this is the baseline. In that, right? I I don't disagree with you. I just wouldn't call a loss to Kansas in the Sweet Sixteen failure. I'm disappointing, but not failure. But that's it's semantics at the end of the day, and it's not like a big deal. Everyone agrees this team should go far. And if they don't, something went seriously wrong along the way. This is, uh, I mean, genuinely, if you don't have them getting to the final four, when you're filling out your bracket, I don't think you're picking the best teams to move on. And I don't, uh, who, who, who not a one seed would you pick to beat this team? Like, not that they could beat them, but who would you pick to beat them there's not one for me no way yeah i don't know that there's i mean i don't know that there's one either i mean that doesn't mean like i won't do it by the time the bracket comes out and if i like you know how a team is playing better or something um or if i like how a team is yeah uh no i mean loyola chicago coming for that rematch if i like how a team is you know playing better but that was such a. I mean, yeah, I think there are a couple teams drum. that that could, and that you know you were you wouldn't like scoff at. But there's plenty of teams I wouldn't scoff at. I wouldn't scoff at Kansas. Like I don't. I think we're clear, like way better than them, and I think we should beat them by double digits. But they could beat us. Like I wouldn't be like, oh That's my god. That's the thing. Like you catch a team that that gets hot from three, changes the whole landscape. So I in. The, so you say that, but. Unless they're hitting 27 footers with a hand in their face. If we allow to get a team to get the way that we play defense, oh, if we allow a team to get hot from three, it's on us. We left them open and broke assignment. You know what I mean? Cause the team, I, I don't, uh, I can't recall a time it's ever happened where a team just buries three after three with a hand in their face every time. You know what I mean? Like they get hot from three, but they're getting good looks from three. Yeah, but even good looks, it's like, you know, 40% for... That's what I'm like, saying. 
and good guys. I, and I, I don't expect us. Best in like 35 my expectation for this team defensively so. is not to give up a lot of good looks from three. We don't. We, we and even some of the good looks, it could be like a you know a shit ass rebound or it got tapped out or something stupid happened. Oh, right? like for sure. Livers, oh yeah. Livers fell and then the ball got got up tapped out, out to a wide whoever. open guy for three. That happened against Illinois twice. Buried him. And then like Not if you know they're, if they already start five or six from three and then that happens and they're six for seven, even if most of the looks are good looks, I don't know any fan that's like oh well we we got to close out better. Usually it's like what the fuck. <laughs> like, like, miss an, another one, please. Well, so, so the good news no, for you true. guys is the potential to run into a team that does shoot the three well early in the tournament is not there. Maybe you run into San Diego State in the Sweet 16. They're 24th in the nation at three-point shooting. But other than that, I mean, Illinois is 19. You're not running into them early. You guys are 12. Uh, Florida State's 14. I doubt you're running into them early. Uh, Virginia, no, they're about possibility. Iowa, you're not running to them early, and then Baylor, definitely not running into them early. I mean, it's it's elite eight, and Iowa, like it's. I'm I'm glad you say Iowa, right? So, it, you talk about Iowa. You're not running what into did we Iowa, just do to in the Iowa defensively. But what did we just do to them defensively? Right. No, I mean you, you thumped them. I know. And that's and that's what I ex- so my expectation. I don't care how good you are on offense. My expectation is you can't get crazy. But hot you guys have also had an Iowa's number. Yeah, they beat us last year once. Sorry, this year you've had once. Iowa's number. We only played them once this year, didn't we? They played them twice. Or was the numbers I that I was seeing from last year where, uh, what's-his-face, the National Player of the Year had like 40-something points, but Iowa only had like 60-something points total. That's And that yeah, was that, 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 that was, was the, year, that was the first game we played them. And that's what I, I loved. I loved our game plan. We let him get his because, you know, he can't – he gets worn out. Like, he can't score every time down the floor for them. Not only does he get gassed, but now their entire offense is out of sync outside of him. And guys aren't getting shots up. It's not balanced. Like it's hard to win games like that. In in college basketball, if one guy scoring forty, you're like, oh, he went off. They should win. It's hard to win games like that because what is the rest of the team doing? Most of these games aren't going to hundred points. They're going to seventy. If one guy's got forty five, this happened like, uh, to Nebraska. Didn't they're they do that forty six or something? Is either Nebraska or Penn State when their player had like forty six and a loss? They lost. I mean, you it's know, just like, it's. it's shitty for him <laughs> but it's for, it's for the team is <laughs> but i mean what is I mean, you got guys just sitting around all day watching one guy score it's it's not a free-flowing offense it's just not were you looking at three-point percentage is that what you're looking at uh matt i literally just put in i just like quickly typed in you know best three-point shooting teams in college so I think it was showing a combination of I think it was mostly percentage. I mean it's really uh, I don't know where Montana is. Montana's in the tourney, I think. If Montana's in the that, tourney, they're no higher than a fourteen seed. I t- where did I see Montana? You might be right. I'm not saying you're not. I thought I, it might have been someone else. I might be confusing it with another team. I, I just – I was looking up. They, they're pretty good at hitting the three. 
And I thought I'd saw them with a decent ranking, but now I'm 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 wrong, is what I am. Um super wrong. They're just bad. That's what I'm saying. Like you're not gonna see they're like super oh god, like, they're terrible. All the teams Never that are like mind. listed, like there's not that many name How ones are that so are high bad? up there. There's none. Not that so they're the highest the the highest seed you're seeing is a fourth in the Sweet Sixteen, like until like later on. So, assuming we're assuming now we're assuming there's no upsets and that's who you're facing is a four seed. There's going to be upsets. They happen. It's the well, I said tournament. the highest seed, the highest seed. You're seeing. Just yeah. don't let it no, happen to you in the upsets. second round. Or so there's the potential for you to run into an eleven seed or whatever, a thirteen seed. But that would be I don't care if they get hot from three. Like if you lose, there's no excuse. Like go home and shred everything you did that season. It doesn't count. Like you can't be a one seed losing to an eleven seed. You can't do it. It's not allowed. I mean, that's how I feel. Like who you who I don't care how out there. Who you who you lose to matters a lot. Like if we face like that ten the equivalent of that 10 seed Syracuse that made it to the final four. If we face them this year, like you win that game. It's a failure. If you don't, I don't care. Like it's not, I mean, you can lose. There's two teams we can lose to in this tournament that I won't be mad. Not, not Gonzaga. You already, you've already said that. <laughs> no, Gonzaga. I won't be mad. <laughs> I'll be sad, but I won't be mad. But I do, th- I do think we would beat Gonzaga. But I, it's, it's also, it's something I say with very little evidence in either direction. I, I don't know. I haven't seen Gonzaga against enough good teams to know. I know that we played Iowa better than they did. When it should be harder, it's easier to play those teams at the beginning of the season. That's why front-loading your schedule is genius. Um, it's way harder to beat teams later in the season when they're everyone's kind of closer to what they're going to be. Well, I don't think you're allowed to back out it. potential, and they've played together for a because while. You're playing conference overcome games. early injuries, whatever it is. Um, front load your schedule, get some showcase games in, and then you might upset a team that you wouldn't later in the season. Um, why are you laughing? Um, the scroll on Twitter. And oh. people are uh, shitting on Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> Why? Um, <coughs> so, I guess he had 33 points on 34 shots tonight, and then he uh, he blamed the referees after. Wow. Well, no, that actually makes sense. Like, if he was driving a ton and getting – so, 33 points on 34 shots, you assume he didn't take many free throws. Like, I'm – that, that doesn't compute. Like, he obviously didn't get to the line enough, and he does get to the line oh a lot, usually. God. So, two I mean, Pistons had triple doubles tonight. What'd you say? Dennis Smith Jr., two Pistons had triple doubles. In the same game? Yeah, buddy. Did we win? <laughs> I mean, Dennis, Dennis Smith Jr. and Mason Plumlee. Obviously, in the same win? game, he said two Pistons had triple doubles tonight. Ma- we Mason don't play double headers. Mason had a triple double? Uh-huh, and y'all were hating on that yeah, pickup. Yeah, I think it's his, uh, his second one this year. What? That's wild. I wonder what odds you get on that. I, 14, 10, we, 10. I assume we won the game. The Plumleys are not bad yeah. basketball players. No shit. Well, Miles <laughs> kind of sucks, but Mason's good. Miles is the younger one, right? I don't even know. Because they, they had a third one, I thought. 
Wait, yeah, I don't no, even remember Miles. The other one is one. Uh... No, there's my Miles is in the NBA. <laughs> Hang on. Miles and Mason are in the NBA, and I thought there was a third one that played for Duke. I just don't know what his name is. Miles Mason and Mephisto Plumley. The current the current four seed in our current bracket would be Arkansas. Wait, what? Oh, and then there's a Marshall Plumley. Who looks like he got to at least play for the Bucks. Uh, how old is this so quick? This must be before right, Yeah, this is this is not Okay, this isn't super current. This was before we played Illinois. So really, it would be we would swap with Baylor, and our four seed would be Purdue, which I don't. Oh damn! What a shot! <laughs> I don't know if they'd give that to me. And Purdue is a four seed. Man, did you see that? Stacked. A dude I'm assuming is a walk on because the benches went crazy. Nailed that three in that dude's face. Oh, yeah, definitely. In this state of the game, absolutely walk-ons playing. Next cast going to be exciting. We're going to do Big Ten Tourney cast. He splashed that bitch, though. So if we had to guess right now, if you had to make a Final Four prediction, and I'm not saying teams, but numbers, are you going all ones and twos? Are you thinking that a team's going to sneak in that's higher than that? For the final four, you're saying? Yeah. So I, I, I'm penciling in three, the three one seeds guaranteed. Like I'm taking Michigan, Gonzaga, and Baylor to the final four. No you really, matter. You really think Baylor? What is in their bracket? Yeah, ba- Baylor not I don't making think, it. I, 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 I see Michigan and Gonzaga. Up. I don't know about Baylor. I don't know either, but I'm not picking anyone over them. Mm-hmm. If if Illinois had fallen to a two seed in their region, then. That's something that maybe would have happened. But who am I picking over Baylor? West Virginia, who they just came back to beat when they're rusty and struggling? Like, you know what I mean? There's a, a cat and mouse who, game. Who am I picking over Baylor? So I'm, I'm no, those three are penciled in. If you have... I mean, like, if Villanova's the three seed and Baylor's one... No, I'm Baylor. I, I might have four number one seeds this year. Like on a, like I have to feel strongly about the number two seed in Illinois' region to pick anyone over them. And I know it's insane. Like, and I never this is going to be by far the chalkiest bracket I've ever had in my fucking life. Like it's gonna be ridiculous. So you're saying your total bracket points for the final four is somewhere between four and six? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Ryan, what are you thinking? I think you get at least two number ones. I think Villanova's probably a two, which is the other team I'm thinking. And then I'll I'll throw a four or five in there. So give me two, five, one, and one. Give me nine. All right. I think it's it's nuts. Not to cut you off, Matt, because I know you're going to give us yours in a second. But one thing I think is crazy this year is everyone talked about, like, this is going to be a wild year, COVID this, COVID that. Hey, COVID actually hasn't affected the season that much. You've had your outliers. Baylor was shut down for a hot minute. Michigan got shut down for three weeks without even – over three weeks without even fucking getting a single case. But for the most part, almost all the games got played. Almost all the good teams are good. But 
there's a clear pecking order. Like, I don't expect a crazy bracket. There's like, isn't there like 10 less regular season games this year? Well, yeah, there's definitely that because you ain't getting well, the, they you set, ain't getting to forty. They set this out year. to play less. They they shortened the the non con was shorter. They shortened. Not, I know. I mean, so you so you missed the games because they weren't there. You didn't. They weren't scheduled. You can't miss a game that's not scheduled Be, because of COVID. No, they just weren't. When there and if there was not COVID, they would have played however many regular seasons game they played thirty five or whatever it is. Usually closer to thirty. I mean, it depends on the preseason tournaments. But again, they they just weren't scheduled, so they're not missed games. Be- because of COVID, <laughs> it does not impact the season. It's not like a, a fucking team missed half their Big Ten games. You know what I mean? Like oh. like Michigan didn't make up two Big Ten games. It doesn't have an, a real impact on the season, and they were scrub ass teams that we didn't play. So, and there's like a clear. I don't see chaos ensuing any more than a normal year in the bracket. Honestly, maybe less than most years. Like, I, I think it is very clear who the haves and the have-nots are this year. And I think that's kind of awesome, especially because everyone just predicted chaos because of how this season was happening. But what do you think, Matt? So I, you kind of scoffed. Well, I, it I mean, look, you know, we could, it could certainly be that. I mean, we've seen it before where it's been really chalky, you know. I'm, I'm, so, Ryan, you 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 see, you said nine. I'm trying to give us like a two point swinger. So, you want eight to ten? You want nine to eleven? What are you thinking? Eight, eight to, 10? to ten. All right, I'm gonna say. Yeah. I think some shenanigans happen. I don't know if I'm ready to go all the way to ten to twelve, but yeah, why not? We'll say ten to twelve. So so eight to ten. So Ryan said two one seeds. Yeah, he also said a five, a two, and then a four or a five. Yeah, that gets him at nine. I guess I guess that's eight or nine. Yeah, no, I guess that's right. Yeah, no, that's right. I I I would take if it was six and a half. I would take the under for sure. I I would. I mean, six is two ones and two twos. Now, if a four seed gets in, it kind of blows up the fucking thing. But I don't, I don't see. I mean, look at your four one seeds: Gonzaga, Michigan, Baylor, Illinois are your probable. Like they're almost locked in at this point. Those are, they're going to be the favorites to reach the final four in their regions, period. Which is not always the case. You know, it's like yeah, they're the one seed. I mean, it's not always the case. They will be the favorites. Then look at your twos. Uh, Iowa is probably going to be a two. West Virginia, maybe going to be a two, right? Ohio State, maybe a two? If Illinois gets matched up with, like, Villanova, I don't know that Illinois is the favorite. But isn't Villanova going to be a two? I think so. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, okay, so a two might get in, but where are the the threes and fours coming from? Who's the three seed that's going to make a four? I mean, a a four is never a favorite, though. No, I'm not just saying a favorite. I'm just saying, like, who are you? Who who is a three seed? Would you pick to beat out these teams to make a Final Four? It's like, man. Well, I mean, I, Texas I Tech is a three seed, beat Gonzaga in 2019. I'm am t- talking this year. And then, well, Gonzaga was freaking 30 and three. I'm. They're fucking gonna be 30 and oh this year. Not 30. They don't play that many games. Um, Gonzaga's played a lot of games. 
Although I you think know, they only played Auburn two is a five seed that same year made that run. You know, they knocked off Kansas. Right they knocked off North Ooh. Carolina, who was the one seed. I'm talking. And then knocked year. off Kentucky, who was the but two I, seed. I think this year's. I think this year's unique. In in the in its chalkiness, not not unique but rare in its chalkiness. And I I hate chalk, and I'm not I'm not usually picking a lot of chalk, but I think this year's chalky, honestly. Like I don't. I mean, we'll know we'll know a little more in a week. And in two weeks, I mean, it's it's all fun from here on out. Next podcast, we're talking about conference tourneys. Podcast after that's the real deal. Yep. We're gonna have... Michigan State makes it as an eleven, and then they just blow past. Blow past all, all these everyone. numbers. Everyone. <laughs> if Michigan State made a Final Four, I would take back everything I've ever said about Izzo. No, you, no, you wouldn't. wouldn't. Yeah, I was. <laughs> no, I was. But they have a lot better chance of missing the tournament. You didn't do that when they were a seven four. seed and made the final four. Well, I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think ill of their fucking team. I I think this team is not good. When he Jedi mind trick Travis Trice to not suck. <laughs> Travis Trice was good. Stop it. I'd I'd, I'd love him on this got team. We need hypnotized. I don't know why. I don't know why you guys don't like this man. I like Travis Trice. I didn't like Denzel that much as our leader. Dylan hating Denzel. None of you like Denzel Valentine. Why? I because he made I, stupid I late Valentine. game decisions way too often. Oh, you mean you mean like when he beat Ohio State on Valentine's Day at the buzzer, bitch? You guys will fucking kill for Denzel Valentine on this team. No, we have him. His shooting ability, anyway, or lack thereof. Our team's full of that this year. What? Denzel was a great shooter. He's like forty percent in college. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get the Denzel hate. He's he was sweet. Well, we can get I mean, into that sweet. another time. Ryan, do the thing. AP Player of the Year. Uh. Yeah, number one rated, uh, number one rated podcast. Like Denzel is the number one player in college basketball. <laughs> but to get there, you guys do have to uh, rate our podcast. You have to subscribe. So please like and share this episode with your friends because March Madness is coming up, and I'm sure you guys are going to talk about it. So let them know what we said. Other than that, you guys can find us on our social medias where, you know, we're going to be posting our brackets after uh, after they come out. We're going to throw them all up on there for you so you guys can see if if you did better than us. But you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, um, obviously where you can find our podcast, Podbean and iTunes. Just look up Sports Carnage on Google and let the Internet do the rest. For Ryan Griffin, Paul Roshan, I'm Matt Baston. We are Sports Carnage. I believe this is episode number 99. So I believe our 100th is next time. So we'll have to do something special for that. Uh, thank you all. Captain AJ is going to come back. Yep. <laughs> thank you all for spending a couple hours with us this week. We'll be back with you all next week.